In Dumeria, a land where adventuring is new, mysteries and curiosity await our dummies. So stick around to see what they will do. Welcome to Adventuring for Dummies. Hello everyone and welcome back to yet another episode of Adventuring for Dummies. Uh, my name is Gary Feehan. I am the Dungeon Master of this silly little podcast. Hi, I'm Dave McTighg and I'm playing the Elven Gunslinger, Jarvie Galandry Flashgear. And Jarvie's wondering when he can get to the fifth pub today. Hey! <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave McEnroe and I'm playing Gwen Cobbleston, the Demi-Born Wizard. And she's thinking this place needs uh, some interior decorating. Flesh carpets? Uh-uh. Hi, I'm David Sheeran. Uh, I play Ivor Ironclad. I can't be seen. But sadly, I can still smell. Very true. <laughs> it's like a haiku. <laughs> yeah, that is like a haiku. And I'm Billy Stewart playing Stefan Shepard, the human on leave barbarian and his beloved pet goat, Ramsey, uh, trying to lighten up this place. Um, yes, yes, yes. On leave, still get me. Send me. Um, so yes. Ready to pick up with another episode, so we'll get into the recap, so we can get back into the spooky action. Spooky, spooky. Spooky, spooky. Radiance. The gang made their way up the gently sloping hill towards the Radiant Fist Monastery. The walled encampment was their first barrier, but as Gwen gleefully shouted her triumph of breaching the wall, four shapeless creatures with pseudo-mouths screamed and rushed them. After a harrowing experience for the group, especially Stefan, Huge Ivar was able to dispatch of the last creature with a victorious splat against the white walls. Searching the monastery, they found it full of decay and bones. The largest building in the monastery at the back was covered in ooze and goop that blocked all sunlight from entering it. As they stealthily moved inside, they saw the floors, walls, and ceilings covered in viscera and gore. Coming out of the darkness, a large, multi-limb figure squelched into view of the dim light from the rear window. And in eager anticipation is exactly where we pick straight up today. This creature looking lost, moving through the dim and the darkness and the dank. What are y'all doing? Being very quiet. <laughs> um, Be very, very quiet. Be quiet. Um, I'm. Uh, I it's... think Ivor is gonna be kind of like he. He's. How do I put this? He's both invisible and the most noisy. So he's going to kind of go, kind of a wide distance around, but. I think all throughout he's just gonna hold the shield kind of towards him, just in case, you know, uh, towards the creature. Okay. Uh, like I'm he... gonna message Stefan. Oh, sorry, go on ahead. Oh no, no, I'm I'm fine. Good. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna message Stefan and whisper as quietly as she has ever whispered ever, and be like, "You should just kill it, right?" Um. Oh wait, I can message back. You, yeah, you can yes. think back to me. Yeah, yeah, that that would seem to be the move here. Okay. 
yeah, can she take another look at it just before she does her next thing and just be like, "You're you're bad, right?" Oh, she probably still has. Does she still have um, detect magic on? Yes. Is is it like flowing with horrible necromantic energy? It's, uh, further than thirty feet away from me. Oh damn it! How far away is it? About fifty feet. At the back of this hall, the hall's about sixty feet. From us. Oh, okay, she's gonna message Darby. <laughs> <laughs> we should kill it, right? Oh yeah, can't be good, right? Yeah, I mean, as, it's lost. Next few seconds. It looks lost because it's like not that it's as, like lost. It's like that it's probably looking for something to eat. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, I'm going to go and uh, attack, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I'll do. Is it looking towards us? No. So, um, eh, so you, so Gwen casts two spells, that's like maybe two actions. So it oh. moves further across, yeah. um, away from, uh, away out of the beam of light, um, across from now from your right to the left as it squelches further. And it starts to make its way kind of towards you now but not towards you as in it's coming for you it seems to be following a very um familiar pattern as it walks to the left side wall makes a stop a right hand turn and begins slowly squelching its way towards the door where you stand now still looking around it still hasn't seen you. Okay, yep. Uh, I suppose I'll just whisper at this stage. <laughs> yeah, we should try and get a sneak attack in. Okay. One, two, three. Fireball. Roll next. <laughs> <laughs> oh! No! I got that 20! Oh, I wasn't sure which side of this scale that was at. Um, <laughs> so that is 22 18 oh nice One 18 mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is the point the time where where we get Darby's initiative and it's like 30 not that great um, we're level 6 or 7 isn't it 6 6 uh, 6, six. Yeah, so I can't do the cool thing yet. Level seven, there's a bonus to my initiative thing. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. Cool. But um, it enough. That's a ten. Uh, Stefan, you said an eighteen, was it? Yep. Ivar was an eighteen. Gwen mm-hmm. is a twenty-one, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Wait. Okay. So yeah, so we rolled initiative, but you do have surprise on this thing. So go for it. Yep, I'm going to do it for the first time ever, I think, in in real life and not in a dream and not at me. I guess it wasn't me that time, but this time it's me. So I'm going to fireball it. Fireball. Yeah, fireball. Yeah, light this place up. The surprise, yeah, no surprise doesn't, it just means you can't take any actions, but yeah, it can still make a, um, um, okay. Yeah. It needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Does it, yeah, does it do a disadvantage or anything? Because it doesn't know this was coming or anything? No, so it's still a reaction. Oh, it's going to fail anyways. 11. Uh, nope, minus 15. Great. Uh, so this is 8d6. Fuck me. Just, just, yep. kill, just kill my big bad before you... Uh... 
before it gets It was creepy, I'm work. sorry. Hey, I've been holding back to not hit he anyone. He said it's bad, it's my first we're time. justified. Huh? Yeah, he did say it was he bad. He said it's bad, so we're justified doing this. Yeah, I don't feel <laughs> bad. Okay, uh, cool. Okay. Uh, so, 6, 5, 4, 2. Is that uh, 17 for the first bit? Okay. Then my second half of dice. Oh, that was the first half of dice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ten more, so twenty-seven. Ouch. Nice. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Gwen? What does it look like? Is he cast fireball now for the first time? So as you were making that second message, it got a little bit closer to you. So mm-hmm. um, it's maybe like forty feet away now. So um, it's still far enough away for your blast to not hit anybody. Um, so I imagine she just like she grabs her book because it's 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 like not a you don't aim, you, like you just aim it and it kind of goes. There's no like trying to aim. sorry, yeah, it's like a reticle. So I imagine you know like Breath of the Wild with this the little red light laser beam from the the yeah. the Guardian Walkers or whatever. So I imagine she just kind of like points, it grabs the book, points it pages forth, and then like it just kind of like a little beam goes over and then it's a little dot floats in the air just for a second and then. Whoop, it just kind of engulfs and just turns into a massive nice. fireball. It kind of just whoo, sucks all the air out of the room. Yeah, and this this blast of uh, magical heat um, catches the dampness of this entire room and and stinges the very edges of what can be singed and makes almost these piles of viscera slightly bubble in reaction to the explosion of heat. This creature, um, now aware of the presence of something, screams out in a release of anguish as it now is able to see what is attacking it, uh, what is here. It is still surprised, but that is just what happened. Gwen, is that your go? Uh, yeah. And she'll just be like, boom. <laughs> to herself, she'll just be like, boom. Gonna look at one thing. Oh, sure. One thing. One little thing. Um. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um. So next up is this creature, but it spends its turn being surprised, <sighs> so it cannot take any actions. But this is what I was looking up. But. As it anguishly screams out, the entire room seems to react to it, and it has a layer access. Oh, oh god! Oh, oh dear! I'm so glad I hit it so hard. <laughs> the ground and the viscera around you begins to shake almost, um, uh, very unnaturally. You don't feel, um. You don't feel like it's an earthquake kind of sensation, more like the room itself is mad and vibrating. I need everybody to make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, I got a nat one. Yeah, just rolling those. Um, I know Ivar said you moved up a little bit, so I'm going to say you're kind of halfway up the room now, kind of opposite mm-hmm. side of the um, the room to it if you're happy with that yep and the rest of you kind of still stayed um uh towards the back i'm gonna say stefan maybe you're a little bit a little bit further up as being the melee character with with 
with Ramsey maybe you're 30 feet away from it um, while Gwen and um, Darby a little bit further back towards the door maybe 40 feet away yeah with Darby kind of pushing Gwen into the door <laughs> <laughs> of course of course mm-hmm. yeah what did everybody uh, get for dexterity saving throws I get advantage because of danger sense so that is good doesn't help much five five you fall prone and um, I got to 15 that is bingo bonk oh I got I got an at one because balance is restored yes you fall as well on your ass on my ass Ivar not 20 oh see it's just he's needed it it's fine he needed it yes and what did Ramsey get (laughs) oh right uh dexterity that is 10. 10 ramsey poor ramsey so those that failed um drop prone and as you fall into the goop and the ichor your speed the next turn is halved. okay which that means because you're prone you can only stand up and that's all you can do now or you can crawl half your movement Movement wise Yeah, Yeah. yeah 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 movement wise movement um, as you're stuck in this and you have to kind of use some of your uh, movement um, just to get back up out of it. Or you can stay on the ground. It's up to you. <laughs> um, so that was uh, the layer action. Now we have Ivar and Stefan. Who wants to go first? Um, you have more decks than me, so you're welcome to go first. Uh, sure. I will stand up. Um, yeah. Tighten my grip on Sunblade to, and use my bonus action to make it a missile light. Excellent. Uh, yeah. What is the, what is the radius of the light of Sunblade? A uh, fifteen foot radius, and a dim light for an additional fifteen foot feet. Okay. So yeah, this orb, um, with the fifteen, this thirty foot, uh, orb of light surrounds Stefan now, and it illuminates, um, Gwen and Darby behind you and the dim light just reaches this creature as it now focuses um, on you. Anything else? Um, I should probably use my action for something, but what? Uh, <laughs> you can take the dodge action. <laughs> oh, does that mean if it attacks, I dodge? You take uh, it, it means yeah, just it gets again. its advantage, yeah. yeah. You, you oh. could take the rarely seen search action. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, D&D. Uh, sure, when will I get the chance again? I can also use an action to increase or decrease the light radius by five feet. Oh. <laughs> so, Very specific. Yeah. I like sure. it. <laughs> Uh, but the light doesn't seem to have an effect on the creature. So, yeah, let's just... Well, I'll just search for Am. No, I'll, I'll do dodge then in case okay. it has super fast movement. Yeah, no problemo. Um, Ivar, what would you like to do? The um... thing is, we cross the hall from you. Um, the 40-foot room, uh, so it's probably 30 feet away from you. Oh, Ramsey stands up as well. Yes, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Okay, 30 feet away from me. Um. Yeah, I'm just kind of going to tr- 
try and catch up to it, and uh, I'm going to be five feet away, so I'm just going to hold, I, I guess, you know what? I'm going to hold my uh, action to kind of shove it if it tries to run past me. Okay, nice. Yeah, that's yeah. a good... I like that. I'm, yeah, I'm still invisible, so I figure, you know, I, if I'm not going to be able to attack, I might as well do this as a reserve, and if I can actually attack next turn, I'll still have advantage. Excellent, excellent. Oh, um, I'll, I'll, I guess bonus action I'll become big, but that's, that probably won't have any consequences. You know. <laughs> Get big. Cash, cash. Um, yeah. Sweet. So, um, next then in the initiative, there's more. <gasps> For me? No, no, no. Its scream has also seemed to do more. The trembling and rattling of um, all of this viscera has also seemed to awaken something else. Within these piles of gore and flesh and blood, out pop these strange bipedal large mod toothy maw things <laughs> they're they're teeth on legs oh and they search around there is four of them two, okay so, so they're like quite... sorry sorry no yeah I... uh just yeah two are quite close to ivar maybe about 10 feet away from you and the other two um, actually pop out quite close to you, Stefan, in the middle of the room. You see them very clearly in the light of your blade. They have these rows of teeth um, that seem to go endlessly down their throat as they have this pulsing red mouth with these two blue eyes on either side of it. And they just watch and wait for their next prey. What are you going to say? Mm. So I was about to say, oh, so they're like little chattering teeth on legs. That's but... also what I was thinking. So yeah, I'm so yeah. glad you said it. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are infinitely more unnerving. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah. Joker's chattering teeth toys meets, you know, meets Bloodborne. Yeah, meets Bloodborne. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> P.S. This encounter is definitely not sponsored by or um, uh, inspired, <laughs> inspired, inspired by Bloodboard. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, as that happens, Darby, it is now your turn. Okay. Um, I shall take a shot at the near creature. One of the, the toothy bo boys? No, the first thing we've seen. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The big thing. <laughs> Old five-arm McGee. Five-arm McGee. <laughs> We're writing so many letters to Dungeons and Dragons now to be like, change name of this to <laughs> Five um McGee. <laughs> <laughs> capital M, capital G. Capital G. Uh, uh, fourteen. Oh, fourteen misses. Uh, yeah, this uh, thing it it actually like pierces the sinew on one of its arms, but it seems completely unfazed. As you see, uh, beneath its thick hide seems to be this almost encasing of this hard bone as well, giving it quite the defense. Ooh. 14 is not enough, unfortunately. 
Okay, second attack. Same again. Oh no! Oh, I thought you got the same number again. Well, it is. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that was a two. So that Adam. means that's a misfire. That... Oh my god, no! This is not a good time for you to misfire. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so I can attempt uh, a repair. What does this mean? <laughs> so it is. So I have to do the DC, the DC for the misfire. It's the two plus. DC is eight plus the misfire score. So the DC is 10. So it's a Tinker's Tools check. Okay. Yeah, so you got to roll a 10. No. Uh, yeah, you have to, have to beat 10. Um, so for the Tinker's Tool check, is it the Dex plus the Proficiency? Dex plus Proficiency, yeah. So it's the same check so a, that we do in the workshop. So it's a plus 8, is it? Yes. So mm. just don't get a 1, please. Or, yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. get a 2. <laughs> I can get a t I can get a two, can I? Literally just a, a one in twenty chance that you miss. Uh, okay, that was a thirteen plus whatever. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> we'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So what? Yeah. So this is one of the first times we've seen this. So like, what happens in this moment with um with Darby and and it, and it like and it jamming and you fixing it? I suppose he pulls the trigger. There's kind of a very contained boom inside the barrel and just a plume of smoke comes out and nothing else comes out. No bullet comes out. It's just lodged. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Bobby, what was that? <laughs> so, Cogs. <laughs> so as your first bullet misses, uh, maybe you. it was a sign that the, the, the upgrades are maybe having an effect on the gun. And the second bullet jams, and you're, but you're quickly able to repair it and bring it back into working order. Let's hope it doesn't happen again the second time. Any movement, Darby? Um, sure. Look, I'll go back a little bit, and as I'm repairing it, kind of. Yes, yeah, <laughs> back up a little bit, yeah. So, do you want to? Uh, how far back do you want to go? Do you want to go to the back wall? Do you want to bounce outside altogether? I know, I'll just go back about 10 foot from where, and I can still keep an eye on the creature. Yeah, yeah. So you can just, backing up about 10 feet just brings you outside the light um, of the sun blade. But of course, you can still, through the light, you can still see the creature at the other end of it. Um, excellent. So we go back to the top of the initiative with Gwen. Ooh. Um, can you describe the rest of the room to me? Like, so it's it's are we under the dome? Like, what what what's the what's the jam? The, so the dome is at the far end. Uh, it's, uh, the best way to describe this room is is pretty like, pretty much like a large church, for lack of a better term. It's it this is a big open room with like twenty foot high um, ceilings, um, with a small arch on it, and then the dome at the far end and the windows as such, um, at the very end as well. Okay, and is anyway. there like a balcony or like any shelves or like things like that or? Um, no, the surfaces um are mostly covered in goop. Um, you there maybe you might be able to uh oh yeah, you do have dark vision yeah so you can tell that there is a couple of doors either side um of the room. Mm. Um, you can just make them out through the wall of viscera. Um, but. 
whatever furniture or whatever was in this room is now just crushed and decayed under goop. Okay, uh, so it's just like, yeah, like a rectangular or whatever, 20-foot room, and there's no, like, yeah. middle edge or level on it. No, no. Oh, yeah, okay. there's, no, there's no, like, choir balcony or upper circle. Mm, okay. Um, okay, well, then she'll stand up. That's all she can do movement-wise this turn. And then she will read a prepare she, a scroll she prepared earlier. Um, so um, for her action, she'll do uh, her third level Scorching Ray scroll that she prepared earlier. Sweet. The start, start, start of the day, which was like two episodes ago, but it's still there. I don't think I've used it. No, yeah. Uh, so it's uh, level three, because it was level two, but it's up to level three. Is the thing yeah. that the its feature allows you to do. Um so with Scorching Ray, that is I think it's four. Yeah, that's four rays. It's an extra beam. So four beams. So that's one for each of these Teethy boys, and I'll hit each of them. Okay, going for Teethy Hopefully. Boys. Um so yeah, four D twenties. Um does it doesn't matter, they're all the same, right? These are all the same, yeah. So it doesn't matter now because they're all the same and all the same health, yeah. So we don't need yeah, to yeah. Um, okay, that was um, 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 yeah. Uh, so I rolled two twos, a three, oh, no. and a ten. So all of them are plus uh, seven. So one is a seventeen, okay. one is a ten, and the other two are nines. A seventeen hit. Oh wow, that was bad. Thank God it was just a scroll. Um, okay, so that is two d six fire, fire damage. Does my little TT boys have resistance to fire? Uh, nine fire damage. Ooh, the this the one that you do hit does not look happy. Mm, good little all. bitch. <laughs> so yeah, she kind of just um yeah rips out the pages like she normally does, but like the ground is all icky and weird, and she kind of like uh maybe kind of slips as she's getting up. Um, and it's also dark, so when she's reading the scroll, it's not as perfect as when she normally casts it, and that's kind of why maybe three of them go awry. Nice. And but one still manages to hit through and hits hard with some fire, lighting up the room a little bit more once again. Okay, I'm just gonna roll to see which one of those it was. Cool. Uh, it was one of the ones um, close to Stepan. Uh, Great, love that. <laughs> sweet. Okay, so that is your go. Any any movement? Um, no, I stood up and that's all my movement because I fell over. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. Um, um, and yeah, now... you're sure there's no balconies or anything I could get up on top of or anything? <laughs> um, out of the viscera, basically, is what I want. <laughs> um, sure, give me. Um, I'm yeah. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. We'll say that there's a couple of. Um, there's a small um balcony um above the door that you entered into that probably was used to just access the upper windows um, when there were windows and not just goop. Even, yeah, it doesn't even have to be a balcony balcony. Just like, a, you know, somewhere you could maybe stand or a ledge or like even above the door if the door has like a ledge on it. Yep. On top. Uh, can I misty step up on top of that? You cast a spell as an action. So no. I use a spell scroll as an action. So technically, did I cast a spell or did I read yes, a scroll? Did. And that's different. You cast a spell. So I can't do a bonus action. No. Okay, that's fine. Ah, it was worth a try. Next time. So I just stand in my goop. You stand in your goop. Excellent. Um, <laughs> the next up is this creature. Mm -hmm -hmm -hmm. 
So the closest thing to it is Stefan, which is about 40 feet away. Should I say who's in there? Yes. No, I said about 30 feet away. Um, you said it initially it was 50 and then it moved like 10 feet closer, I think. So yeah, 40. 40. Yes, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, it's 40 feet away. So it um, runs towards Stefan, which gives Ivar the opportunity to shove it. Great. Yep. So I'm going to give it a good shove. Again? Do I have to oh. roll? It's like an imposed grapple, isn't it? But instead of you grapple, I fall on my ass. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> okay. And... My bony, fleshy arse. Oh. <laughs> I got 13. And I got 18. Okay, so this thing falls over and it uses about 10 feet of movement to get even this far. So it falls on its ass and it's got pretty much no more movement. It doesn't have enough movement to stand up. Um, So it just like wails and like smashes the ground with its five arms and just lashes out um, around it as again the room begins to vibrate and shake. And I need everybody again to make me another dexterity saving throw. Oh, better. Ah, that was the same again. Fifteen. Nice. I rolled a five. Oh. Uh, twelve for me. August a. Fourteen for Ramsey. Okay, Ramsey passes this time. I'm also twelve, so it means Stefan fall down. Yes, and Ivar oh. fall on your bums again. Oh no. Um, and Ivar, since you attacked. That's the shove action is technically an attack. You come out of invisibility. That's fine. Um, but and it is your go. Okay. So the thing is beside you and prone. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, technically, I'm I'm prone too. Uh, I have. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, can I move while prone still? You can crawl. So crawl is half movement. So okay. You've, you've already been. Your movement has been halved. Mm-hmm. And then crawling up to half that again. Right. I can get. Can I get next to him with that left? That little movement left. Yeah. Cool. He's beside you, so I think you could get off and attack him. You, you, oh. you shoved him, so he he dropped on his or they dropped on their arse. Okay, so he's literally yeah. next to me. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I'll. I'm gonna get right up then, and uh, let's uh, let's see if orbit works well as a magical weapon when it's Go supposed around. to be a magical shield. And oh, I'm just gonna like. Yeah, uh, flat end of the shield. Just kind of grab the top bit and just kind of like bash down, bash down. <laughs> go to sleep. Go for it. Yes, go for it. Uh, what uh, dice are we saying for orbit as a shield? Um, I would say a D6. Um, Sounds or good. Or a D8 if you're using two hands. We'll give it like Technically, I am using two hands, grabbing yeah. the top. So, okay. Yeah, sure, go for it, yeah. Okay, so that's 18. That hits. Nice. So it is prone, so you have advantage. Oh, right, right, right. I'll see if I get a crit then. Come on. No, no crit that time, but um, okay. that's yep. uh, 6 damage for the first hit, plus um, Giant Smite. That's uh, 9 damage altogether. 9. Um, so, um, you're bashing down at it. Um, you're kind of just getting one of its appendages as you kind of slam down with orbit. For some reason, it's tough outer carapace almost. Its bony structure seems to be somewhat resistant to it. Hmm. Okay. Okay. 
Um, I've got nothing else, so let's go again. Go for it. Okay. Uh, 15 for the first roll, and worse for the second, so altogether, that's 23. Yes, that hits. Cool. And, oh, much better roll uh, this time. So that's um, 8 plus... Uh, yeah. So that's 13 plus 3, 16 damage. 16, nice. So yeah, it's still resistant to these hits, but it's, yeah, you're slowly chunking away at it. Alright, and for my bonus action, I would like to grapple it. Oh, go for it. <laughs> I mean, probably famous last words to grapple this guy with a guy with this many arms, but, you know. Hey. Your two beats his five every time, I believe in you. Uh, that's... Pose athletic. Mm -hmm. I got a 14. Dirty 20. I actually got pretty good athletic score on this creature for once. <laughs> Rolling like shit! Uh, uh, yeah, you have this thing grappled. Awesome, awesome. Um, sweet. Oh, sorry, Ivar and Stefan are supposed to go at the same time, but sorry, Ivar went. But yeah, Stefan, it's your go. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I'm standing up mainly anyway. Yeah. Um, this thing is now 30 feet away from you. It's just at the edge of your light. And what about the Teethy Boys? Um, yeah, you can get to the Teethy Boys. Um, the two of the Teethy Boys beside you. Oh, they're like right beside me, is it? Yes, yeah. Um, cool. I will swing first for the one that uh, Gwen hit earlier. Go for it. Um, oh, I actually have a bonus action, so I should rage. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Let out my goatee bleep, Quiff splits into two <laughs> horny hair bits, Ramsey gets bigger. Everyone's happy. Everyone's Yoo! happy. Except for <laughs> Stefan, who is angry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good time. <laughs> the, the way you kind of went through that, it almost seems like anime stock footage. <laughs> it was very magical girl transformation. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um... I won't reckless attack since there's so much around me, but hopefully that's enough if I don't drop my d20 on the floor. Oh, there we go. So, uh, that is a 21. That hit. And two-handed swing, and are the Tiffy things undead? Uh, nope. Okay. And so... They're not. Oh. Uh, that is 13 damage. Oh, that, yeah. Totally. So how do you finish off this one? Uh, I imagine they're not very well held together, so I just kind of, being more used to wielding a mace, I just kind of smash through it with, like, the flat end of the sword, and the teeth just go, like, skittering everywhere Ooh. to be absorbed by the blacky gunginess. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, you, you slash it, and more like, as you said, smash it. Um, and it just almost absorbed by the ground around it um, as it becomes lush like everything around it. Nice. Kind of on the swing back, I want to go for the other one. So Go for it. Do, do, do. That is a 22. Oh, that also hits. Uh, that is 16. Oh, yeah, you finished this one as well. My god, 
trudging through all my little teethy boys. If you just imagine hey. slow motion, then it's kind of almost raining teeth. It's raining teeth. <laughs> um, they are the teethy boys. They are the teethy boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's uh, a song I could have gone my whole life without hearing again. <laughs> I love it. I'm actually on quite a lot of stinging escapades this recording session. Uh, great. Sweet. So that is um, Stefan's go as he smashes two of these into a blitter. Yeah, myself and Ramsay are going to get ready then to charge for main thingy if we don't get knocked prone again. Very true. Um, great. So now it is my TT boys, TT days. Um, <laughs> they, the two that dropped by Ivar are going to go for Ivar, because that's what they'll do. They don't have any problem running around in the squelchiness, as they are one not. with the squelchiness, and why would they have problems with it? They have pack tactics, so they get advantage on you, Ivar. Oh, no. They're okay. wolf teeth. Doesn't matter if I roll a 10. Second one. Ooh, a 19. My AC is 20. Oh, because you got the shield out. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. Yeah, so these things literally try and grab right onto whatever they can. One goes for your leg, your enlarged leg, and you're able to just squat it out of the way. The second is coming right for that neck, but you are able to get your shield up in time and stop both of them. Great. Is it bad I almost feel sorry for these guys? Um, <laughs> uh, you probably wouldn't say that if they hit. Uh, yeah, probably, probably. They actually do a little, a little, a little damage, a little damage. All those teeth, uh, they'd have to. Exactly. Uh, Darby, it is your go. Okay. Four bullets left. Brassian was trying its best to still be a pistol rather than a pepper box. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's like, nope, no, no. <laughs> you got some good bullets earlier, and I'm going to miss these two because I still feel like I only have four in my barrel. Don't you an identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to... I... Is the creature Ivor Bashan still prone? Yes, so you would have okay. a disadvantage on it. Yeah, so I will take it. Can I... would have to go closer to see one of the teeth things. No, with your elven eyes in the dim light, you can see the teeth things, no problem. Okay, I'll take a shot at one of them. Go for it, yep. Oh, that's a natural 20. Oh! Ooh! Nice. Oh, wow. uh, okay, so, double dice. Nice. Are we doing those crit things, or do I roll? Yeah, crit thing. It's so up to you, full... you want to roll as well. Um, we can do either, can't we? Yeah, why not? If you want to roll, okay. you can roll for the excitement of it. But if you want to take the, take the, uh, take the, the solid, you can take the solid too. Uh, what would you do to me, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> what would you do to me? That's the question. I would, I would, <laughs> he I would take would the damage for sure. Take he'd, damage. Take, he'd take, <laughs> he'd take, the solid one. I'd yeah, take and the then take guaranteed extra. damage. <laughs> I think I'll take the guaranteed one, as much as I hate it, and I like rolling lots of dice. <laughs> <laughs> Come so yeah, to so the damage you, side. So max out your dice one, so... Yeah, max out your dice one, so what's that, a 10? Uh, yeah. 
and then roll your dice and add your modifiers once on top of it. So you get to add 10 to this. Yeah, so it's uh, 19. 19 total. Mm -hmm. um, nice. Okay. 19 total. This thing is still in dim light, so it survives. <laughs> These things seem to have a very similar resistance to damage as the big creature does. It doesn't finish it. Okay. I do have a second shot. Go for it. That's what I'll do. Yeah, lining up the first shot after fixing it, being like, no, you gotta you gotta do what you used to do, and you had a perfect shot into it, but you are baffled that it didn't drop as you see the bones and thick hide of this creature almost fully resist your first shot. But for the second one? That was a 16. That hits. Nice. Uh, 10 damage. Yeah. That is enough to finish it off. How you how you popping two in this, boyo? I I think I'll knock out its two um, canine teeth because they're the sharpest looking ones and the most nastiest looking. Ones. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, you're just like, if I'm not gonna kill you, I'm gonna render you useless. Um, yeah. So popping out its teeth, um, do enough damage though to make the whole thing just collapse into the goo and bleed out whatever type of ichor. It has flowing around its body. I'm imagining like bowling with bullets and teeth. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, the last one should have been a strike, but one pin remained and he just cleaned it up nicely for the split. Uh, bowling joke for everybody out there. Um, Dentist nightmare. Exactly. Uh, no, I think I'm all right. At the end of the initiative, now that the creature is not surprised, it has uh, one more action to do. Prone on the ground, trashing about, blood, viscera, splashing everywhere. Ivar, you're beginning to become covered in it. It fully sinks into the ground. You lose oh. your grapple on it, Ivar. Oh, okay. Moments later, it appears elsewhere in the room and you notice where it is first because it blocks out some of the natural light that comes into this room it blocks out the natural light from the entrance which you came in darby you look up and it, it is directly behind you okay it creepy teleported yo um back to teleported. the top <laughs> huh Creepy teleport, creleported. Creleported. <laughs> Goopaport. Um <laughs> Goopaport. It goopaported to the door. And with it two of its five appendages, it slams the two doors shut, blocking your end exit. Gwen, it is your go. Am I getting the feel that like it wants it to be darker in here or something? Like the darkness is good for it or something? Give me an insight check. I'm alright at those. Uh uh, 13. Yes, it likes the darkness. Okay. Um, Insert Bane joke here. Continue <laughs> I was born in the darkness. Um, can I do anything about that? Not really. Unless I start like, breaking open walls or some shit. Um, I'm just gonna, yeah, 
It's so it's behind me and standing up, right? It's not down anymore. Yeah, it's standing fully up. So it's behind Darby moved ten feet back. Mm. So it is fifteen feet away from you. Because it's right okay. behind you. Uh, I'm going to Scorching Ray at level two. Okay. So there's still one more tooth thing as well, isn't there? Or two more tooth things? There's one more tooth thing up behind Ivar. Ivar, yeah. I can get that one as well because it's in with 120. I can, yeah, I can separate out the rays, right? You can, yeah, absolutely. Great. So I'll go for two of them on the big guy. Okay. Um. So you roll those two first. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So one of them is a nine, and the other one is a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty hits. Right. And then will I roll? Yeah, roll the other one for the other guy. I can do damage with this one first. Cool. So that's um four d six. Oh no, sorry, two d six because I missed with the other one. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. Uh, fire. So that's six fire damage. Okay. That's seals up into him. Uh huh. And then roll for the other boy, the other teeth child. Yeah. Uh, twelve. Five plus seven. That misses. Fuck. So oh, splitting, splitting yourself to two different sides, you aim through on one side, but in the dimness and darkness and the squelchiness, you miss on the other. Uh, it's 15 feet away from us. Yeah, from me, feet even. away from you. And right, then how far away is... Man. Right, and then how far away is the other thing? The other teeth thing with Ivar, that's another... Oh, that's like 30 feet away. Okay, I might move like ten feet more into the middle of the room to kind of have them both at equal distance, equal distance away from okay. some. Yeah, you can move up beside Stefan. Cool. Yeah. And Ramsey. Um, great. That's your go. Uh, yes. Um, oh wait, were you prone last time? Yes. Okay. So I just get up. <laughs> great. Again, that's why I didn't hit because I'm you off balance. <laughs> okay. So now it is arm creatures go. Oh, well. Okay. It is going to attempt to wrap its spiky arms around the closest thing to it, which is Darby Galandry flash gear. I'm sorry, Darby, but you might get your coat a little bit dirty. If I hit. A 15? Uh, no, AC 17. Ah, <laughs> damn it. Oh, it's got a really cool move. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it, this time. So it attempts to wrap all five of its arm, spike arm appendages around you at once, almost like, uh, uh, I can't think of the word, almost like a moving rib cage trying to close in on itself. Um, but you have enough dexterity and awareness um, to realize it was behind you and dodge out of the way just in time. Ooh, that would have been a fun one. Um, but, Eep. alas, it screams once more and the room shakes. Everybody give me a dexterity saving throw. Layer actions are fun. I should use them more. No, don't. They're terrible. Oh. No <laughs> <laughs> I got an eight. I'm on my ass. You're on your ass. They're a nice way to play with the action economy. Yeah. <laughs> 18 from me. Nice, you're still good. 20. Definitely swooping all over the way. <laughs> uh, Ivar? 20. Nice, you're all up as well. Uh, 13 for Stefan, 10 for Ramsey. 
13. So yeah, the DC is getting easier as it's taking more and more damage. So 13 oh, that's is nice. DC. <laughs> um, so you're fine, but Ramsey falls from. It should have been me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we go to Ivar and Stefan's go. Who wants to go first? I went first last time, so... Oh, um... So sorry again, where is everything? So yes, so um, you are pretty much in the middle of the room at this point. So 30 feet uh, further into the room, we have Ivar and one of the Titi creatures. Um, beside you is Gwen and Ramsey on their butts. Uh, 25 feet ahead of you is Darby doing the best jig of his life, avoiding everything that comes at him at the moment. And then right in front of Darby is the big bad army spiky creature. Okay, I will take a charger action then. So. Oh, nice. Oh, it's a bonus yeah. action apparently. So. Well, the G, it's the yeah. So you have to dash at it, and then as a bonus action. Which is the action, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So great. Uh, yeah, then I'll do use the sword along with that. So. Go for it. Uh, and we'll do a reckless attack just to make sure it hits. Yeah. Or absolutely. yeah, cool. Yeah. So reckless, you just choose to do for your turn, and you're reckless for the rest of the turn. It's extra. Uh, oh, that first one was probably fine, but uh, dirty twenty. Yes, that hits absolutely. Cool. Is this thing undead? Nope. <laughs> no. Could, could have just used shepherd's warning. Okay. We live in you there. should try and like punt it right through the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could. Oh, actually, yes, I can do that with charger. Is this instead of? You do extra damage, I think, isn't it? Or do you choose? You damage? either gain a plus five bonus to your attack's damage roll, or push the target up to ten feet away from you. Okay. Would that be in the outside? It would. Oh, through. I think I would have had to say I was shoving it, but. Oh yeah. yeah. Here's the attack action. Oh yeah, so it would be the same. Yeah, I mean the door's closed, yeah. but we can we can do some shenanigans. Yeah, let's try that then. I'll um, push it ten feet away from me. So break so them is doors. It, is it instead of all the damage, or just the extra damage? You either gain a plus five or push the target if you chose to shove. So what's shove? Make oh, special okay. shove action is a special separate from attack. Oh. Uh, this attack places. Oh, so the shove okay. can replace one action. Yes. The one so, attack action. Yeah. Yeah. So you either are you either yeah. So basic it is yeah. So you have to make the decision. Do you want to attack or shove? Well, I can shove and then attack, right? Because I have I two think... attack actions. I don't think it works this way for charger. Yeah, oh, charger. Yeah, because you had to dash for us to get there, and then the thing allows you to use a bonus action to then do something else. It's not counted as doing like a regular attack action. Let's just shove it outside since it was trying to do the lock. Then. Do you need me to re-roll anything, or? Um, uh, no. So you landed the shove. Um, but yeah, it's now going to be opposed. Um, athletics, just because I, I did say the door closed, but I really like this, so I'm going to go. With it. <laughs> so uh, we're going to do opposed athletics, and if you win, you give enough force that the door is open. And it bashes through into the light. Double door, surely. <laughs> uh, but if they I swing get, away, ad I get advantage because I'm raged. 
right? Yes. And athletics is strength, yeah. Okay. So just roll athletics. Roll athletics with advantage. 22. 14. Um, so yeah, so I'll describe what we see here now. <laughs> so you charge at this thing, fully embracing the goat aspect of your uh, barbarian warrior nature. You ram directly into it, pretty much like a wind bursts by you, Darby. You almost don't see it happening as you hit and collide directly with this creature with the full force of your might. This thing resisting it as best as it can. It puts out all five appendages to try and block itself in the door. But your force of strength and rage and will is stronger than it's in this moment. Also, with the Sunblade so close in hand, you can now see that this creature looks a little bit less chitinous a little bit more fleshy, a little bit more muscular as the sinew and uh, makeup of its outer shell begins to soften in this strong light. You push it 10 feet as the two doors that it closed break off their hinges with their age and this creature stops itself by plugging two of its claws into the ground to slow its movement backwards. It looks up at you and you feel absolute pity for this thing as you see tears rolling down its face. Mm. So that was Stefan's go. Ah! No! Why tears? <laughs> so that was Stefan's go. Uh, Ivar, sure go. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a what a hard act to follow up. After that. <laughs> um, okay, my goat got pushed over, so you know. So <laughs> that's that is very true, you know. Hell was... knows no fury like Stefan scorned by anybody putting mild convenience on his goat. Nobody puts um. goat on the floor. Oh, <laughs> uh, yours was so much better and quicker than mine. <laughs> yeah. You know the uh, I will say um, you, I I had my doubts when you initially picked Charger as a feat, but wow, you are making you are get you are using the entirety of that feat incredibly well. Making those money moves. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, okay, okay, what I want to do. I would like to... I would like to... Uh, how is this uh, Teefy boy next to me looking? Like, he, did he take spell not, They've got all of their teeth left. Oh, okay, okay. I haven't knocked but, out one single tooth yet. Let's it's change that. Just... Let's, let's change that. <laughs> I would like to attack... Do some extractions! <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying. I want to just... Uh, I want to... Punch this guy. Uh, yeah, let's let's bash him with um, the shield. Go for with it. Orbit. Yeah. Ooh, I don't like that. Um, that's a two. 
So eight all together, uh, ten all together. That will miss. Um, yeah, it's hardened edge. You smack right into its teeth, and these ones are actually really, really stuck in there, and it blocks the full weight of your blow just by biting on the end of your shield. No good, no good. I'm going to do that again. Go for it. Much better. Uh, 23. That absolutely hits. Okay. That's 12 plus 5, 17 damage. Ooh, yeah, great damage, but again, it's ever so slightly resisted. You knock out most of its teeth, but it's still munching. You know, that's completely fine. I just wanted to get that one solid hit in, so I can now grapple as a bonus action. Oh, yes, absolutely. So that's um, 9 plus 8, so 17 athletics. Oh, Ooh, I got a natural 4, yeah. Ooh, uh, ooh yeah. Cool. And I guess rest of my turn, yeah. I'm just natural charging through that it. muck. <laughs> uh, are you going to drag it with you? Yeah, yeah, just dragging it through the muck. Uh, I'm coming. I'm coming after that. So creature. you're currently large, are you? That's right. Yeah, this thing is small. I'm not going to impose half movement on you. So yeah, you can move twenty five inches, five feet into the room. Just um, it in its face under your arm. <laughs> pretty much. Um, so yeah, you're able to like catch up to where um, Ramsey and Gwen are. Perfect. Perfect. P prime uh, chucking distance. <laughs> <laughs> we know what you're doing. Cockatrice 2.0. Cockatrice um, <laughs> uh, 3.0, actually, since Brian was Cockatrice 2.0. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's now it's now Toothies Go. Um, okay. Just because they're grappled doesn't mean they can't bite you. So that's what they're going to try and do. They don't have a pal for pack tactics. So this is just going to have to be a really good roll. That is a natural 10. So it misses. Uh, <laughs> I just kind of stick the shield in its mouth, and it just kind of like gnaws yeah. on that for a little bit. Kind of gnaw. Yeah, you're basically putting a soother into a angry child <laughs> now. It's happy mm -hmm. just gnawing on something. Take that, you uh, toothy chicken nugget. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is Darby's go. Okay. Um, figuring that Ivor probably wants that thing for something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold off and not take a shot at it. So, um, very precise. I'll take it. Yeah, I will take a shot at the uh, creature through yeah. the doors. Through the doors, now in the sunlight. And I will sharpshooter dead eye shoot. Oh, we're going Oof. for it. The big damage. Big. Okay, uh, that is a 27. Oh, yes. With Sharpshooter, wow, that's a great hit. Oh, sorry, take that away. It's less than that. It's 20, take away 5. Oh, 22. That's still 22. hits. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that hits. Uh, 24. The hit or damage? That's damage. Oh, that's damage. Oof. Um, ouch. This thing, now that it's in um, bright light, doesn't seem to have the resistances it once had in its dark nest. Oh. And it takes the full brunt of your bullet to the chest. Let's try the exact same thing again. <laughs> Spending another grit. Yeah, another grit. 
Oh, did you take that grip back um, when you got the uh, crit last time? I didn't actually, no. Okay, so yeah, don't spend um, this one. Yeah. Okay, so I have... So it's one yeah. gone. Yeah, you spent one um, to help oh, no, Stefan. I, I have one left. Yeah, yeah you spent one to help Stefan. You spent one just now, and you spent this is the third one you spent, but you yeah, got a, so that's you it. got you got one back when you got the crit inside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's it's a uh, twenty-three to hit. That hits. I think it's kind of cocked, but uh, I will keep it. It's fine. It's not that. Much. Uh, two and uh, ten. That is seventeen. 17. Nice. This thing is starting to look hurt. In more ways than one. Now it's and, starting um, to wear. I will um, just completely swagger walk the other way up the corridor. Past Gwen, I'll just tap her on the shoulder and go, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pass out Ivar with his new toy. Gwen and Ramsey, and you're like, that's me done. Um, I'm just going to groan on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At the end of the initiative, the creature lets out another wail. This time it curdles your mind. You hear it reverberate from ear to ear. And you know that um, feeling when you're listening to music on your headphones that sometimes you can feel the sound directly in the center of your head. This feels that this is where this scream feels like it's coming from. I need everybody to make me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Oh, wisdom or care. Uh, 15. 15. Uh, boop, boop. Yep. That you're fine. Uh, I three, got four, three for Stefan, based off a natural one. Yeah. Oh, I also got a nat one. Oh my god, uh-huh. plus five. Oh, so yeah, six. But nat one buddies. Oh my god, yay! Hellish torture in our minds. I got a free. Uh, <laughs> Is Ramsey okay? He got a thirteen. He'll be fine. <laughs> Darby is the only one that passes. Oh, okay. Everyone else, you are terrified. You are frightened of this creature. For everyone at home, and only for everyone at home, and not for everyone here. um, Frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls when the source of its fear is within line of sight. And a creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So yeah, you are now frightened of it as this scream resonates in your mind and you now feel almost or at least you think you feel what it feels and you don't want any part of it you want to run away from it you don't want to be near it you want it to stop top of the initiative of Gwen. okay so i'm gonna get up um she's scared but also can still attack it and she does want it to stop and thinks killing it will help to do that that's fair too. That's fair. Um, so there is there. There's people right beside it though. I can't kind of like fireball, fireball, ball it or anything again. Stefan is ten feet away. Yeah, that's what I thought. And um, I think what she's gonna do, 
she's going to do another Scorching Ray, but this time do it as, like, force damage to try and, like, push it more into the sunlight. I know that's not actually going to happen, but in her mind, she's like, get the fuck out the door! Um, right. So three beams. Uh, These are all with disadvantage. Yes. So I'll just roll, roll twice. Individually. Yeah, I'll just, well, yeah, I'll just roll two and two and two. Yeah. Okay, um, okay so first one. Um, okay, that is a nine and an 18, so nine, 16. That hits. Excellent. Uh, go again. Oh, uh, 12, so yet higher this time. Uh, so 19. Yeah. Okay. And Okay, and that one. So eight. No. Okay. So uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so three pages uh, whip up again, and this time, like with f f uh, kind of just like thrumming with force energy, uh, one of them kind of just kind of dwindles and just just didn't quite make it. Kind of sk skitters off and maybe scoops and s beams into the into the ceiling uh, on an offward trajectory. But the other two do make it, and that is uh, forty-six of force damage, trying to will it out the door into the sunlight. Uh, that is 14. Three threes and a five. <laughs> Three threes and a five, 14, okay. Anything else? Uh, that's my action. Oh, I would have gotten up. Sorry, because I was on the ground. Yeah. Did I say that already? I think I said that. Um, so yeah, yeah I get yeah. up. Um, I can't move any further, correct? Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, and then I'll turn around, I guess, and not look at it anymore after I attack it and just kind of like try and steady myself and breathe. Give me a wisdom saving throw at the end of your turn. Okay. Oh, uh, it's eight. Eight. Okay. Three, three plus five. Okay. It is now its go. Being outside in the sunlight, this creature acts very differently. It is so wounded by all your spells, by your bullets, by just ramming into it. You can see parts of its shell, its its bones almost begin to dissolve away. It doesn't come after you. It stops screaming. And it walks slowly backwards into the center of that raised dais, that raised platform where the sun shines down so brightly and intensely. You can see the sun begin to peel away at its hard edges, slowly softening it and dissolving the bone and the sinew and the hard shell away until all you see left behind is a female figure. Human, with long hair shaved at the sides, down her back and a long ponytail wearing a garb that maybe a monk might have once upon a time. They fall to the dais, and you can just hear them say, thank you, before they collapse. Uh, are we uh, still scared? Are we, like, did we skip? <laughs> Do we feel a, a break? You're not scared anymore. The last toothy creature under your arm, Ivar, dissipates. The sun breaks through the dome above you, and slowly the viscera and sinew and ooze 
and flesh turns to dust. And quite quickly afterwards, it almost feels like the aftermath of a volcano in here, that the dust begins to slowly dance around gently in the breeze that is now made by all of the openings of the windows and broken glass. The wind slowly comes back, fresh air slowly comes back, sunlight slowly comes back into this room. We're out of combat. She okay? Can I can I run outside? Is she still breathing? Is she still alive? You run over? They are not. Not breathing. They, they're not breathing. The vision you saw of them, uh, they're a lot different now on the ground. Well, not different, just a lot older. You see a very oh. old person now in front of you. And if you were none the wiser, you'd have thought this person quite recently just died of natural causes. Can I do a medicine check? Go for it. Uh, 14. 14. Yeah. This person, only recently dead. They're still mildly warm. They don't have a heartbeat. Uh, they don't appear to have any ailments. They don't have any sunspots, liver spots, any damage that would be concurrent with old age. But they are visibly, they look older, more more aged, at least from that point of view. With a 14 medicine, give me a, give me a history check. Okay, history check. Uh, 11. 4 11. plus 7. 11, uh, 11 isn't quite uh, enough, unfortunately. But with an 11, you still do get that many older monastic traditions encouraged its pupils and disciples to study a way of perfecting the body. Um, maybe at one point, this lady did that. But apart from that, you just see a deceased elderly lady in front of you. Do I think that I could like cast spare the dying or cure wounds? No, she is dead, technically. Dead. So could I cure wounds? No, I no. think I can't. No. I think Gwen just kind of is on her knees kind of as she was checking her and is just kind of a little speechless and just kind of just is on her knees and doesn't know what to do. And uh, so who got the uh, final blow? <laughs> Hellor, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Um, well, technically, uh, yeah. No. It, technically, it was Gwen. <laughs> true, true. That creature had zero hip. It was it it was a bingo bonk. <laughs> oh no way! Yes, <laughs> it was just narratively uh, uh, died like that. Yeah. Okay. Yes, says Darby as he reloads. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Ramsey, Stefan would give Ram a look over his shoulder to make sure Ramsey's okay, and I'm assuming he's standing up and coming towards him, and then yeah, go and join Gwen. Honestly, I'm I'm glad that that toothy creature vanished on its own. Yeah, I was I was starting to get attached to it. <laughs> Your little toothy chicken nugget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if the 
many armed thing was as I get to the corpse a woman. What was the toothy things? Uh well like all of that flesh couldn't have just been couldn't have just been one person, right? Unless unless they've been unless I I have honestly uh hmm. Hmm. Uh, I guess could I roll history to kind of see if I know anything about the monastic traditions Go for it. at all to kind of like maybe draw a conclusion about how all this grew from her. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so sixteen plus eight, twenty-four. Oh, that's <laughs> with a twenty-four. Yeah. So adding on to what Gwen, uh, you also come to that realization what I told Gwen but on top of that um, to add to that there was there was a tradition with higher level um, monks monks who had mastered their craft mastered their chi um, mastered the power of their own stealth could reach a state of being in which they were immune to diseases with what you've seen with the bodies and what you've discerned from the monastery so far is that in the later stages perhaps of the silence this was used as maybe a hospital or a triage point and maybe many people died here of silence but this person couldn't die and was the only one left after everyone had died around them Hmm. do you tell the rest of the class that Ivar? (laughs) Uh, yeah, I think I will. I think I will in a moment, but like, I think, I think Ivor will just kind of hold on to that just for a moment as he lets everyone kind of take some time to collect their thoughts. And I think Ivor's like, oh, fuck, I, I, I may have doomed everyone now. <laughs> just kind of in the back of his mind, you know, just, uh, you know, Suddenly, any any attachment I ever had to that creature is gone. <laughs> Before that reveal, Stefan being Stefan is going to um, politely check her for any identification documents. Oh. <laughs> and not carrying anything, uh, very minimalistic, um, except for. Um, one small um pocketbook, um, kept in a small satchel attached to their belt, with a small writing quill beside it. In that, you can see the scrawlings, um, of a person. Pretty much a diary, and the writings at the beginning are very calm, very together, descriptive of their day. Um, mourning the loss of the people around them. But eventually, as you quick flick through, the scrollings get more erratic and more charged. And the thought flow of the writings becomes less and less followable, less and less um, intelligible, until eventually it's just scribbles on a page. Dates on us here? Yeah, there is dates. Um, the first date begins um, 
pretty much. I haven't actually come up with a dating system, BF. Um, but it would be <laughs> it would be the equivalent to three BF. Um, oh, okay. Um, we'd we'd have enough info on that to be able to figure that out. Yes. Yeah. I haven't come up with what the dating system was mm -hmm. in there in pre-silence time. Um, but Stefan would know that you know, say if it went up to a hundred, this is ninety-seven. So three years before the events of the silence. And again, the events the events of the silence happened over multiple years. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. One um, AS um, is the end of the silence and the beginning of the new age. So this is like mid-silence when um, they started writing this journal. Hmm. They wrote it maybe for a year, two years. You can see dates. And then afterwards, the dates just start to become nothing. From reading um, through it, you do yeah. um, learn that this person's name is Esther Shine, that they were the leader, both spiritually um, and also the head trainer of this monastery. Esther Shine. Does that ring any bells for reasons? Was it something to do with the, the, the was that one of the songs? Was she one of the people in the songs? Give me a history check. Oh, come on, Mr. Notes. Oh, fucking fours. <laughs> Always it the keeps, fours. It keeps, it keeps being on, it was on 18 and then it rolled to a four and then it was it was on 14 and then it rolled to a four. So uh, history, is it? Yeah. Uh, that's 11. Um, <laughs> Not that you can remember. In my notes, perhaps. I've yeah, I'll just the... share that. Yeah, her name was Esther Shine. Everyone. Yeah, I, and, you, uh, and, you, and and yeah. Go ahead, Ivory. Yeah, thanks. Sorry. Um, so there's a a lot to to talk about, but I I I think I understand what may have happened here. So people of their of this of most monastic traditions, they can become immune to disease, right? And just looking around at this kind of like temple, I kind of well structure. I kind of realized it was being used as a triage, kind of a, a place to nurse the sick. And well, if you have people immune to any disease, that sounds great for people taking care of people with the silence. And if that's the case, they must have seen a lot of people die, they must have been around a lot of the silence, and well, we kind of all know the silence is magical in some way and able to evade magical means of curing it. I, I don't know what it did to her, but it did something, and she couldn't die because of it. So she was here on her own all this time? Oh, with those things. Hmm. It's a good job we uh, so, came, right? Yeah. It, it made her immortal? I don't know also, if you'd say that was immortality, would you? Uh, did we get a good look at what... Uh, wait, uh, do, is she human or does she human. seem yeah. human? Okay. Uh, yeah, p possibly. Possibly. Um, Stefan, if you want to give me an investigation check for the diary. That's a two. Yeah. 
this game. You don't gleam too much more, but uh... I will pass the book to one of the students. <laughs> <laughs> this is her diary. It seems to date to a little before you know our records start. Oh, oh, that's invaluable. Mm. And yeah, so I'll uh... hold it out for one of you to take. Well, I think it stays with us, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Um, looking through it briefly, Ivar, um, Stefan, maybe why you weren't able to glean so much information from it is because the script and writings and method or the script and, and shape of words and sentences and all of that is common. But there's many things, Ivar, that you can see that it, it appears to be a derivative of common. Maybe an older form or a different dialect. Um, but there's a lot of phrasings and words that you could probably make out what they truly mean, um, but don't have a meaning in modern common. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Very interesting to see something like this but uh i think i'll i'll store this away for now and come back to it when i have some time alone on a desk should we um, do something with the body or um yeah i think so shouldn't we yeah yeah, yeah. uh or do we know what they would have done i guess this would be like yeah what would their what would the Searing Fist Monastery. I guess maybe like modern traditions. What would mon modern traditions do with their dead? Yeah, would they cremate? Would they? It, it depends. Um, you can give me a religion check. Can I do that as well? Sure. You got a 14? Six. Hmm. Ivar has caught up in his thought. Uh, <laughs> when... 14, uh, yeah, it, de it depends. Um... Burial is still very uh, wild, wild, uh, wild, uh, widely used. Um, many, uh, many people use um, river passage, um, placing people on on boats with their valuables and sending them off um, into sea or down a river. Uh, cremation. Definitely by pyre um, is possible. Maybe something they would have done, uh, likely something they would have done as followers of Pelor. Cremation. Mm. Yes. Okay. Um, can I, <laughs> one last time, try and pray <laughs> and be like, uh, Pelor or Matron, uh, you know, whoever. Should I? What? What? What should I do? <laughs> and just uh, try that one last time. Give me a religion check. Come on, rolls. Oh my god, it's a fucking four. Oh my god, burn <laughs> that eyes. <laughs> uh, plus four, it's eight. You're you're not sure. You don't get a definitive answer in your mind or in a sign. You're just left with your thoughts. Um, Darby is going to hunker down beside Gwen 
and uh, he's just going to look forward just at brass rain in his hands, two hands, and slowly he's just going to turn to look at her, and quite low, he's just going to go, are you okay? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I am. It's just, uh, it's, 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 you know, the, it's good that we are here, but also, like, imagine being here on your own for so long, you know? Nasty business. Um. Yeah, I guess uh, it's good that she's, you know, free of it or whatever, but like, it just makes you think, right? Yeah. Immortality, a blessing and a curse. Well, I think I need a drink. So Jarvie takes off his hip, hip flask, takes a swig of it and just hands it over. Hands it over? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. She'll, she'll take a swig. <laughs> Thanks. And just stands up again. Um, I, uh, if Gwen has like a like a cloth or a blankety type some something or other, just to kind of maybe cover her that way, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So that she's like I don't know, a little bit something or other. Um. Yeah. The 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 body looks at peace. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Just you know, I don't know. I suppose not to have it just like kind of in the sun, direct sunlight or something. Um. Guys, should we bury uh, or Maya, maybe? What do you think? Uh, Burning seems appropriate. Cool. We're um, probably in the best place for it, I suppose. Yeah, maybe just in front of the dais or something. That might be nice. Yeah. We can use the wood from the door we broke. I broke. Someone broke. Um, <laughs> it's all right, you know, it doesn't matter. Well done, by the way. It was great. Mm. Oh, I know everyone did well. So. I'll go team. over and start collecting wood. Yeah, Gwen will go to help, but I'm guessing the door is very heavy, so she'll just like <laughs> get a very <laughs> shitty like splinter or something. Yeah, you wait till he smashes it up into tiny bits, and you pick up two tiny bits and carry them over. Um... Yeah, and then Mage hand another tiny bit and just be like, oh. <laughs> I guess you're trying to lift up the wooden like. Um... Gwen, you're going to be lighting the fire, so you know you'll be doing enough. It's okay. Hey, I'm, it's okay. I can do it. I'm not that weak. She's plus one strength, so she, she's not that bad. She's not like you know. Oh, definitely like you know. wizard weak, but you know. Right, she, gets light. <laughs> she gets a splinter. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're in the upper average at the very least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, still hero level. Um, yeah. but yeah, we'll yeah get that together and stuff. Um. And make a little make a little pyre, I guess. A yeah. pyre, lying down pyre. Is it still called a pyre? It is still a pyre. Still a pyre. I think yeah. so. Funeral yeah. pyre. Yeah. yeah, funeral. Yeah, a funeral pyre. Yeah. You take the next few minutes to make a funeral pyre. Um, placing Esther on it. Gwen, do you do the honors? Yeah, I, I will, and I'll, I'll try and I know this might not work or whatever, but I'll still try and do the thing that um, Dooley showed me all all that time ago. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, um, do like a last rites kind of thing that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you light the pyre and perform a last rites over this last bastion of the Radiant Fist Monastery. 
flames begin to lick up into the sky as the sun slowly lowers in the sky behind you. Looking through the flames into the distance, you can see where you came from, Gizmo Brook, and all the things that await you back there later on. But for this moment, you take time to remain in the moment and think about all the people that have gone before. And that's where we will leave this week's episode of Adventuring with Dummies. Mm. A, little, a little somber note, but I thought it was cute. Yeah, felt right. Felt good. So yeah, any last thoughts, feelings, emotions? Um, pouring out for Esther. Pouring out for Esther. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's that fucking ram. Changed all my plans. Such a cool, <laughs> such a cool like shift in the battle. I love it. So good. Just don't let me move more than ten feet. This is what I'm telling. <laughs> before, before you, before you did the the mind fucky thing, I was like, because you had made her cry and stuff, I was going to like try and detect thoughts. Do I have the text thoughts actually? Or message even, and just Maybe. be like, you know, to try and see because it was it was weird. Like the shit you said at the beginning, and then when you were like they're crying, I was just like, I just couldn't shake something. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's uh, up, yo. Mm-hmm. It yep. is. It is much worse than I thought. <laughs> I so far, I, I'm happy that so far instances with the silence is we just apply enough blunt force trauma, and it seems to just kind of <laughs> give up. Yep, but... light it enough on fire. Yeah, you know. Yes. A little behind the scenes, uh, I was ready to just be like, "Now we have to burn her." well you know me i'm i'm i want to whip out uh move earth i mean shit what is it old earth no mold earth oh, yeah. i just have i can so you know no true true <laughs> no joking yeah it's definitely i was the right thing to do and yeah, it was the first time I incorporated a, like a lair action that I made up myself. That was lit. Even you know, it was like it was annoying, but like good, like annoying. Too. Yeah, it completely. It it completely dominated the tempo of the fight. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. And then also this thing called villain action, which happened on initiative ten. Ooh. So that so it's a thing that I got from Matt Koval. Um, great DM. If anyone's looking for DM tips, um. Wonderful on man. YouTube, uh, um, and so every turn they would have done something different on that action. So they did. Oh. So the first time, the first time they um, goop aborted, and they did. the second goop time they frightened you all, and they didn't, didn't get to the third round. But anyway, um, oh, the third round. Uh, no, maybe keep it for again if you're going to use it on someone else. For again. Keep it for again. So yeah, no, it's just because I wanted to. I often find it sometimes hard to do like single enemy combat, especially with like PCs that have like so much, you know, like really good, like PCs like yourself who like use every inch of the action economy and like know <laughs> how to like build a character to make it fun and effective. Um, so that's why I was like, oh, let's just, let me add in these extra kind of bonus actions and then also just some TT creatures just to keep spice things up. 
You shared the picture of them in the chat, and they're like little just chicken nuggets with teeth, is what I can, I'm saying. They're just like, it's like yeah. little booties with legs. For anyone at home, they're called the Wretched. Uh, and the, um, Esther was a creature called the Lost from the Shadowfell. Oh, yes, I know that thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Peek behind the screen for the end of this mm-hmm. episode of Vegemite Me. So, yeah. I think that's it for this episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good one. Uh, but yeah. Until next time, it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, this is Dave of the Gwen Persuasion. Just to let you know, you can follow us on our socials by searching Adventuring for Dummies. And you can tweet at us at A4DPod or by using hashtag A4DPod on Twitter. That's the number four, not F-O-R. We would also love if you gave us a rating and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you guys next week.